Hey everyone, welcome to the Eman Effect podcast with myself, Eman Asuko, and my beautiful wife, Miriam Asuko. I hope you're all well. Welcome, 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 welcome. Rimi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Tell the people something that they don't know about you. Just oh. one thing that they're not going to know about you. Gosh, that's a bit on the spot question. Yeah, let's warm up. <laughs> let's get warm. Um, oh, Lord. I can't think of anything off the bat. What? <laughs> you had a lot of your twin. Oh, okay. Well, I thought some people most people don't. Okay, I've got a twin brother um, called Inua, and he's doing um, amazing things in what what he's doing. So Inua Elms, look him up. He's amazing. So I've got a twin brother. Twin brother, that's a poet. He's a poet, writer, author, playwright. Does a lot of things. A lot of things. Doing amazing, amazing, amazing. Big up Inua every time. So yeah, so people might not know your twin, which is. And your your you got a boy twin, so not like that. Yeah. Okay. Identical. Yeah. Is that was that weird? Was that different? No. Did you feel like a twin? Because like you know when you got a twin, it's like you're yeah you're identical. You can switch classes. You can you know people don't know that you never really got that. So did yeah. you really feel like a twin? Yeah, I did. We did a lot of things together growing really? up. We were like we were always with each other. Like we went to the same school. We were in the same class. We literally just always were together when we got in trouble we got in trouble together yeah so i did feel like i had a twin obviously when we got older and hormones got involved and stuff we had our own different friendship group and stuff but i feel like that bond will always be mm. will always be there like yeah so, yeah okay so that's that's funny you say hormones so like i guess when you're young you know there's not that much difference mm. between boys and girls and so forth yeah even like physically and so forth but as you get older yeah there's loads of changes and you could kind of that's where the differences come, come in. And, in yeah. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, you still got that bond as twins. Yeah, because when I was younger, I was very much a tomboy. I was doing the sports, running, athletics, everything. What he yeah. was doing, I was doing the same. But obviously, as you get older and, you know, like I said, hormones get involved, he was off with his guys and I was off with the girls. And there just kind of becomes a difference. But you still remember that bond. So, mm. yeah, it's, it just never, yeah, it never breaks. Okay, cool. You see? <laughs> just like that. Come on, get you warmed up. You know, you got to be warm. Oh, sorry, because you're the consummate professional. No, yeah. I don't know if people know. I was born with extra fingers on each hand. So I don't know if you can... I don't know if you can see it. Just a little there and there. So born with extra fingers. Only me and my mum have it. Mm-hmm. So uh, my sisters didn't, didn't want born with it. So yeah, so obviously I'm old. So they didn't have a laser, but they could have sliced it off. So they, they had to... My mum said they kind of wrapped something and then, you know, the little yeah. bit fell off, but... There's still a little mark there on the, on the end of each each hand. So, you know what I mean? It's a bit bit weird. But, yeah, I think that explains a lot about me. I'm a weirdo. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We're warm. So, getting into today, because you know what? Time is against us. Mm-hmm. You know one thing about podcasts, yeah? If you want to do it, bruv, you want to be regular, but you still got real life. Got real Real life, real bills. And we Even have to try to squeeze it in with the kids at school. When the kids are at school. You know their head would just pop up and go, hi. And mama's at work, so she's trying to do this one before she jumps into a meeting. <laughs> I got a meeting straight after this, so this is just for you guys. This is the love. This is what we do, dedication. Do you know what I mean? To make sure that we try and keep it consistent, because actually we love doing the podcast, and it's something that's really and important to us. And your feedback really keeps yeah, us moving on. Keeps us going. So thank you for the likes, shares, comments, um, you know, the, the suggestions and the stuff like that. Today, mm-hmm. we're looking at three big things that are happening right now. Um, so we're going to talk about the whole abortion situation in America. We're going to go on to then talk about um, the cost of living crisis and give you some tips around that. And then also, 
We're going to talk about um, the markets crashing and Bitcoin and, you know, what people should be doing and the mindset you should be having. So definitely stay tuned to the end. We're dropping gems, nuggets all the way through. <laughs> all right. So you're a woman. So you start off with the abortion stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Let, so... let the woman start. Okay, obviously, if every I don't if except you've been living under a rock, you would have had. I think was it this week or last week that America, um, rescinded the right for women to have abortions. So mm. and they've given the law to the fifty states that are within America. Now, as a woman, mm. and I'm looking at it more yeah. from the point of medical reasons. Mm. Because first and foremost, we're Christians, so we have our faith that ties into a lot of decisions that we make. Mm. But looking at it from medical reasons where sometimes it's a split decision to have a woman, you know, have a termination because it's her or the baby, or where you can have an ectopic pregnancy, which is really, really dangerous for women. And you need that split decision. We're running in without having to look for lawmakers or um, decision makers to make that decision for you. I think it's a really, really bad move mm -hmm. because I feel like it will put the life of the woman at risk mm. um, from that point of view. Now, there is also that debate that a lot of women use it as a form of birth control and as a, you know, and just because they can't be bothered. Now, if that's your reasoning for going ahead and having abortions, this conversation isn't necessarily for you and I'm not going to speak on that because everyone has a right to choose what they do with their body and what they what decisions that, that can impact them but as a medical from a medical point of view I feel like it was a wrong move because even though they say oh if there's med if it's medically needed they will grant the permission but who will grant the permission and are they now scared that they might get arrested taken to court pay for behave yourself i'm seeing i'm just something was just <laughs> something was poking out there i just i don't know what you want me to do i've got <laughs> i've got highs Hi. Oh i'm so sorry guys i'm so sorry uh, stop it people are watching and they're going to be i will stop the conversation now to talk about something sorry, else yo, can you not be shaking you're shaking and something is exposing <laughs> So, oh my gosh, this man. Um, so yeah, that's my, I feel like from a standpoint of women for mm. medical reasons and for a lot of reasons, because it goes further than just medical reasons. Mm. And we all know what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to speak on it on this. We all know the reasons why some women might need split decisions. And mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think it was a good move. I doubt that they will undo it because we've now had other further things of reasons why they think they might be doing it, the whole race issue as well. But I just feel like it's dumb. But I was reading something that apparently if that law was to try and come into effect in the UK, it would take over 800 people or something like that for, to make that law pass when the UK took literally six, in yes. America, sorry, they took it took six people. So it just goes to show mm -hmm. the unfairness of of the decision yeah i think for me i, I totally agree like you know um with what you said and, and you know, women should be monitoring women's bodies it's not for men to to control women's bodies it's for men to control what they can control in the process of um you know inception of a baby so i think for me um as a man you need to protect yourself if you don't want to don't want to have a child that's on that's on you to put the things in place and if you really don't want it you can get the snip there are so many things that that men can do if they don't want to if they don't want to do that so i think you know uh, rather than rather than making women unable to have abortions i think you know we need to educate men on on other other types of things that they can do and find a way if they feel like they're not ready and women can also do the same and i think you know 
I don't like that. But my, the thing that really annoys me is the whole gun situation, mm-hmm. how we are struggling, we are having shootings. And, and remember, if we're talking about abortion is to kill, well, a gun is designed to kill. Like a, a gun is not designed to maim. It's, yeah. not, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's sure. not designed as a way to put you off. You know what I mean? You might say a stun gun or a taser or whatever. That's more to just you know what I mean as as a form of just you know self protection yeah. and to to stun rather than to kill. But a gun is designed to kill. You know, and so the fact that you are legalizing and saying that everybody you can go to the supermarket and buy a gun just the yeah, same time as you buy your bread. Do you know what I mean? And your milk. Yeah, I'll get a gun and some ammunition in the basket too. And that's fine. But yeah, abortion is completely wrong. And nobody should be allowed to, to have that decision made for them. I think the, it just shows the priorities of the country. Mm-hmm. And it just shows where, where they lie. And I think, um, yes, obviously people say, oh, you're in the UK. Why should you care? Or, but at the same time, I think these things have ripple effects. Mm-hmm. So it might be abortion in the US this might set a precedent for something else in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I think as people, we have to stand together. Do you know what I mean? So as a man, it's my role to to, to stand up and support my wife and support women who, who, whether they're in my country or in another country, to have the right to... Like, I feel women are always being... Try, this society always trying to tell women what they can and can't do. Mm. Oh, a woman, a woman gets sexually attacked, or someone slaps a woman's bum, and it's oh, but why did she wear that dress? Yeah. Oh, why was she out alone? Oh, why did ah? Can somebody not control themselves? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's never like things happen. Like even you know we have these these scandals where um you know people people take take advantage of kids and all of this type of stuff, and instead of blaming the the parent or instead of blaming the person that did it. Do you know what I mean? That put the put the child in this that situation. That situation. You're looking at how come the child only come out now when the person's not around, or how come they haven't said something Same before? You know, uh, why do we always look at the person that is the victim and say you should do, do something or you can do this to avoid being a like? Yes, use common sense. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, can we start to actually look at those that are perpetrating and doing wrong and say how do we stop that? And for me. As a Christian, I get, you know, yeah, killing is, is wrong. Do you know what I mean? And so I, I understand it from that, that side of things. But for me personally, I feel like everyone has a choice. And I feel that that choice should be down to the woman for their particular reason. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And especially when you're talking about, you know, some of the, there's always these extreme cases of things that happen to people mm. and reasons why. Like, you can't say that. Because somebody wants to have an abortion this time, that they want to have it every time. Yeah. It might be the circumstance that they're and in or the position they found them or how they, you don't know how they got pregnant. They might not have been at their choice, at their will. Do you know what I mean? And for you to say, well, no matter how, no matter how, how, how you've come into the situation, you have to just yeah. carry on. And I don't think, I don't think that's, that's a decision that the country should be worrying about. Do you understand? There's so many bigger things going so on. So many. Because I've had saying people like, oh, so you're forcing low-income families who can't even afford to look after the kids to have kids. And then when they can't look after the kids, they go into the system, they go into foster care, which is then a which then adds to you know, the economy that the government has to pay towards because mm. you have to pay for people to look after those kids. Yeah. So you're now putting more kids at risk yeah. for so many different reasons and I don't know if they thought it through 
or they just it was no, just a knee know, jerk reaction. No, it's not a knee jerk reaction. It's all based on faith, and this is one thing as a Christian I don't like is where we pick at things and we say, okay, because of God, we can't do this. Yeah. But then on the same hand, we don't use that same brush for something else. So that's why the gun thing. Mm. So if you're saying because of God, women shouldn't be allowed to have abortions, you should also say because of God, we shouldn't we shouldn't be giving out guns yeah. unless you work in specific jobs oh. that require it. Because a gun is designed to kill. You're not telling me that, that if Jesus was around, he'd be saying, yo, take, here's the Bible and take your gun. It, no way. Do you know what I mean? No way. So for me, it's one of them things where that's, a, that's another thing with faith. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Is that we like to make, make it fit our agenda. And I, and I don't like that. Like, I don't like where we... Where, where, remember, and, and this is just being real, that this is the same faith that was used to enslave people. Yeah. Do you understand? So it was used as a tool to say, well, the Bible says this. And so this is why you, sh- you must, thou shalt listen to thou's master. Mm. Ah, when you was doing wrong. Enslaving people is wrong. And what makes me laugh is that now they're upset that the same people that they've enslaved, put down, put in oppression, are now in their country and they hate it. Mm. But hey, guess what? If you didn't invade their country and enslave them, they would have. They were fine. Mm. They were. They were fine where they were. They exactly. weren't looking for you. No, exactly. So, for me, it's just one of those things where, like. All we can do is hope is hope that, you know, things change and hopefully mm. that it can be fought against. And one thing I would say is that sometimes what we have to remember, there's time. Mm. So a lot of these people that are in power now, even though they think they're going to be in power forever, mm. eventually they will pass away. It's true. Do you know what I mean? And, and one thing I like, I really, that's really given me hope is Gen Z. Yeah. Like, I've got so much faith in Gen Z. <laughs> Like, they are on things. Do you know what I mean? I love Gen Z. And, and for me, I'm, I've got faith that it's going to take time and I might not be around to see it, but I feel like the world that my children are going to be in is going to be a much more inclusive and better place because this Gen Z will get into power and a lot of these things will be wiped out. Mm. So yes, we're not happy right now. And yes, these people might be in control, but they've got maybe another 10, 15, 20 years. And then they'll start to, if that, and they'll start to slowly, you know, have to resign, retire, and, you know, a new generation will come through. So for me, um, you know, I'm putting faith in millennials and Gen Z to to really get into the positions of power and make the changes necessary. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the next topic, Maiji? Cost of living. Hey, People, petrol is two pounds. Diesel. Sorry. Diesel is two pounds petrol. You never know. The way it's going up. (laughs) Diesel and I drive diesel. Ah. I drive diesel as well. If you're a big drinker. Wim's car's got two pipes. (laughs) Two exhaust pipes at the back. It just see the money. Don't be that cost, you know. Don't get a seven-seater. Once she got a seven-seater, two revs at the back. Every time she revs, 20 pounds out the back. It's like, oh, Lord. You gotta be light footed when you drive that car. Oh my gosh. What? Now uh, driving is a luxury right now. You we, literally you literally have to look at driving and say, do I need to drive? Because mm-hmm. if you don't need to drive, like you gotta look at bus options or even just not going. It's true. That is actually true. Cause hey, we need our car for the school one, so we have to top it up. But it's like we're topping it twice a week now just to make and the school is not that far from where from our house, but just back and forth. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, but you're topic because you look at the. I mean, I don't look at the. I don't look at the um, amount. 
I look at the liters. That's what I've gone to buy. You don't come to going to spend a certain amount. No, 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 no. Because you're remembering the amount from before. I'm used to paying, putting thirty pounds. I'm used to putting forty pounds. Ah, listen. How many liters does your oh car need? God. That's what your car drives on the liters, not the not the price. True. It drives on the liters. You need to put the right. Otherwise, you'll be going there back and forth like a yo-yo. It's not making sense. You're 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 living in the past. These are the prices today. So, for me, that's just one thing. Food. Food prices. Uh, I was doing a food shopping last week because he was like, Mary, how much is the food shopping? And I was like, it's like 150 pounds. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, everything's gone up. Like, even when you put the weeks before's basket mm. in this week's basket and it's gone up again and you're just like, what happened? Like, yeah, imagine that. So imagine you copy and paste the basket that you of shopping that you had last week to this week and it's gone up 10, 15 pounds in a week the different items. And so what we're having to do now is become a lot more savvy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We're having to definitely split between what we buy from Tesco um, and what we buy from um, Aldi, 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 Lidl's and, and these types of places. And, you know, we're getting a lot more things um, from Aldi and Lidl. We're trying a lot more things from Aldi and Lidl that maybe we wouldn't have tried before. Mm. Um, we're definitely being very savvy when it comes to meal prep and planning our meals mm-hmm. um so we, we've now obviously we both work both work from home so we've now got to the point where we now have um plans for lunch yeah so we've added lunch into that and so to make sure that we're not just getting caught out so we've got lunch for each day we've got breakfast um if we're having breakfast some days we're fasting some sometimes sometimes listen I'm, let's be honest sometimes man's fasting because man's trying to lose the weight mm-hmm. sometimes man's fasting because man's trying to save the money <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean like, Absolutely. Like if, if it's a less meal, you can one less meal can make sense. Do you know what I mean? And especially if you depending on what you're eating and so forth. So for me personally, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose weight. Um, so I'm on a deficit. So because I'm on a deficit, you know, trying one less meal can help. You know what I mean? Um, and then having snacks like cheaper snacks. You know, you know, fruits and stuff like that. Um, and just trying to be more aware of of food in yeah. itself because it, it's a cost and I, and I and I tell everyone to do that like look at where your money's going look at where where you're spending your money and look at how do, can you become more savvy I want you all to put on your savvy hats on I think how do I become more savvy with my money and what's that what when I say savvy what I'm saying is that we know you're going to have to spend that money how do you spend it in a better way so how do you spend it and either keep more of your money or get more for your money that's the savviness. And another thing that we do, because our kids are always snacking, so we give them a set amount of snacks that they can have when they come back from school before dinner time. And it's they have to sort of pace themselves because if they eat everything else, then it's like, you know, your snacks are done. So we include a lot of fruit, vegetables, um, snacker jacks, as you like snacker jacks, and obviously it's healthy. The snacker jacks are like rice cakes. Uh, it's like fruit, vegetables, snacker jacks, and then they might have some popcorn because you can get big bags of popcorn and divvy it out between them so I think that's another thing if you have kids to work out their snacks before they come home and then give them their snacks why then... are you talking so fast can you take a breath what these guys are going to have to play you in slow motion <laughs> no they're not they're right. because they're the oh my gosh just relax okay you're excited it's okay. today can't breathe <laughs> listen can't breathe it's okay, okay. Yo, my people, if you're liking the podcast, liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing, 
then make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself, keeping all the good stuff like a hoarder. Oh, and no, share it no. out. Let the people never know and keep it out there. Where can they find us? Louis? You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings. So you're talking about snacks and stuff like that. But because also when it comes to the snacks, sometimes with the kids is that they'll come home from school, be mm-hmm. really hungry for like, like the school don't feed them. I don't know what happens there because I know we'd be topping up the lunch card. So I know they're eating. I don't understand what's going on. Come back like they never ate. And then, and then what happens is they eat all these snacks, mm-hmm. get to dinner, they're not hungry. Mm-hmm. Then come to bedtime and then at bedtime, they're now hungry yeah. when they're supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> and now they come. So again, what we try to do is make sure that we pace it so that they don't eat. Because sometimes, I think, especially with kids, is that their mind hasn't told their belly when they're full yeah. yet. Like, or when they're hungry. Like, they don't really know. Do you know what I mean? So they think they're hungry, but actually they're not really hungry. And then they overeat. And then they're unable to, you know, eat when they're supposed to eat at the right time. So we have to kind of pace it and let them know, no, you're not hungry. Drink some water. Yeah. Huh? Do you know how much that works? If you don't know about, you're not hungry, drink, drink, drink some water. water. Uh-uh. Don't drink that water. It's like eating food all over again. They're now calm. So, yeah, it's just about trying to be, be savvy with it. But I think also, you know, it's about, for us, it's about finding other ways to, to, to you know, make the income work. So, as you know, Miriam's got a new contract, new job, which is great. And, and that's high, paying higher than the last one that she was doing. Mm-hmm. So that's better. Plus, she's still doing the cakes mm-hmm. and bringing in money. Um, I, myself, obviously doing this, but now I've got a new company that, that I'm setting up mm-hmm. to go into financial advice. So that's an exclusive for you lot. Um, the announcements will come out soon, but I'm about to have my own financial advice firm. And so, you know, I'll be able to get additional income through pensions, investments, life insurance, all of that type of stuff, and be able to offer that service to my clients. So again, for what I'm saying is for people is, is that look at what you do, look at the skills that you have, is there ways that you can monetize it? So for me, I'm here helping loads of people. And when it comes to actually doing the financial advice, I stopped doing it. And I was making enough, and I, I am making enough money doing, you know, the e effect on its own without needing it. But for me, I've got other plans and we've got other things that we want to do. Wanted to save more, cost of living crisis. Let's make sure that there's no crisis in my house. Yeah. Let's increase the income. And it's nice to be able to flip that switch, you know, to be able to say, okay, we need some more money now. What's something that we can do? And I think for all of us, we need to sit down and think about we need some more money in our, in our, right now. The cost of everything is going up. We need some more income. Let's go. It's only going to benefit you. Mm. Because when the cost of living does finally start to calm down, now you have the more income. You're able to save more. You're able to invest more. You're able to do more with your money. So don't feel like, you know, yes, mental health and have breaks and don't overexert yourself. But for me, I know that it's time for me to step up. Mm, absolutely. No, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. We just, just yeah, take opportunities that are given to you and see how you can use it and build on it. And just, yeah, keep your head down because God knows outside feels like it's falling to pot. Doctors want to strike, lawyers are striking. There's got to be plenty more strikes coming along the way. So try and make sure, like what Imani said, make sure that like, your house is peaceful. Lashes, yeah. And I just see that last So yeah, what's next? Mm-hmm. We are talking about Bitcoin and Bitcoin crash. You mentioned. What did you mention? You were, what were you, you were talking or something? You saying how everyone's gone into Bitcoin? Oh yeah, trigger tea. <laughs> you borrowed money from trigger tea to invest in Bitcoin, and now Bitcoin is crashed. And 
Trigger wants his money yeah. back. So yeah, Bitcoin, big thing that's been in the news for anyone who follows NFTs and cryptos and stuff, it's crashed. So what would you advise those who have put their money in and they've seen a deficit? Like how should they rebalance that? Yeah, I think I think it's a, there's a lot of things here. So everything's crashed pretty much. The market's mm-hmm. gone down, you know, recorrection. A lot of things are overpriced anyway. So really and truly, a lot of things are going down, but they're meant, it's just a correction, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think um, when it comes to, you know, the, the markets or, or crypto, I think what's, what's really important is that people understand what they're investing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big problem, is that a lot of people have invested in crypto, Bitcoin, the mark S&P 500 mm. a lot of people have done this based on people on social media let's be honest ah. so a lot of people have got into this stuff because people on social media have said these are the investments oh I'm investing in this I'm investing in that and so because of that that has led them to believe that you know the thing just goes up mm. but what they don't understand is that a lot of the people that are telling you to invest in Bitcoin crypto um, the S&P 500 they're doing it out of their own benefit. They're, they're selling you something, okay. whether it be a course, whether it be one-to-ones, okay. whether it be um, they manage the money for you, whether they pick the coins and, do you know what I mean? And then and then they get a commission. Some people are telling you, send me your money, I'll manage it for you, whatever it may be. And so what's happened is, is that they've done it over a period where things have just gone up and up and up. Especially if you look at the last two or three years, mm-hmm. markets have just gone up and up and up. So if you've only gone in seeing something go up, 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 they've looked back at all the reports and said, look, if you would have invested five years ago, today you would have had this. If you would have invested 10 years ago and you've gone in based on, well, five years ago it's gone up, 10 years ago it's gone up, mm. I'm going to invest now. Your mindset is that, it only goes up. It only goes up, yeah. So today you've got the first lesson. What goes up can also come down. Mm-hmm. You've got that first lesson. Absolutely. And and that's part of, of investing. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand. It goes up as well as it goes down. The point being is, is that it's not a problem if you haven't put all your money in there. If you haven't put all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. then you know, okay, it's gone down, but it can go back up. Do you know what I mean? Um, number one. Number two is what do you do now? Do you do you just leave it and look at other assets to invest in and hope that it will come back later on in the future? Mm-hmm. Do you take your money out and say, look, I don't want to be in this asset anymore because it's it's too risky, it's too volatile, um, it goes up and down too much? Do you add more money in and say, I'm going to hedge? So some of when I first went in, it, I went in at, and it was worth £10. Mm. Today it's worth £3. So I buy some more of the same stock. So if it goes back to £10, all the stuff that I bought at £3 mm. has now tripled. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that hedges the losses and mm. so forth. If you believe in the investment, if you believe in what you've put your money in, then you buy more of it because it's on sale. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, technically. Technically, it's on sale. It's at a cheaper price. So if you can get something at a lower price and you believe that it will go back to the price when you first invested, and you, if I thought that when I, put, when I, when I invested in this stock, at ten pounds, that was a, it was going to do more, and and that was a good price for me to invest in. Then now there's three pounds. I should be like, wow, yeah, it's even cheaper. And if like, we're looking at the market getting better, I put some more in it, and then if the market goes up, then that would just increase. Exactly. So that's one. That's one way to look at it. If you 
put it in and you're like, actually, I didn't have a clue what I was investing in. I, I don't think, I think it's, I don't think it's going to do well. Or I've looked at reports and they reckon it's not going to do well. Or uh, maybe the coin isn't as good as what you thought it was when it comes to crypto and so forth. Then it's something that you might think, okay, let me cut my losses. Depend, mm. But it depends on how much. If you've lost 90% or 80%, then you might as well just ride it and see if, how, it, goes if it goes back yeah. up. Do you know what I mean? If you're at break even of what you put in, then you might say, okay, look, let me, let me, let me take it and put it into something else. Remember, these investments, and the big thing we have to remember about these investments, they are long-term investments. Yeah. Why are we having a short-term mindset for a long-term investment? Well, like you said, if you get sold that you're going to make money and you believe it, and you have to realise there was something you said um, when you did the My Bank event, that a lot of people act from a point of desperation. Mm. So they're putting in their money thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to triple in six months or three months. And when it doesn't happen then they get disappointed and then they start to make even riskier decisions mm. because they just need that money quickly. I guess it's a thing where you have to think, this is money that I don't need right now. I think another thing you always say is I don't invest what you don't need because once the investment is in there, it's not that easy to pull it back out or... Don't invest what you don't need. I mean, don't invest what you can't afford. Oh, okay. Don't invest what you don't. What you can't afford yet. Yeah, I guess that's what you normally say, what you can't afford because... You have to look at it as a long-term investment, a yeah. short-term investment. Because, I mean, interest rates in banks is just nonsense. <laughs> yeah, interest, interest, rates are, interest rates are bad in the bank, and, and that's fine. But, you know, your cash is still, still an asset in itself. Mm. And I always tell people, understand assets. Look, everyone tells you, all your inf- everyone will tell you, a car, bad investment, mm. a car is not an asset, a car is a liability, it's a liability... Go and look at all your favorite financial influencers. Go and look at everybody. That's all they will preach. Mm. Today, in this market, your car is worth, most people's car is up in value. Yeah. Second-hand car is up in value. Yeah? Number yeah. one. Number two, I know loads of people who have cars and they put them on websites and rent them out yep. when they're not using them. And so if I, if I use my car two days a week and I rent it out the other five days and I... Like they're making they're making more than the monthly payments on their car, renting their car out. Yeah. So again, so that makes it an asset. I always tell people it's not about what the it's not about what it does. It's not about the asset itself. It's about how you use it. Do you understand? There's yeah. no nothing is bad. It's how it's used. Do you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, I I personally don't don't like gambling. I don't believe gambling is is good. But there are people who are professional gamblers. Yeah. And they make good money doing it. Money. Do you know what I mean? So what am I saying? So one thing is, it's about you finding a way that works for you. Mm. And sometimes, again, you know, to prove how smart we are, we will now say, this is this and this is that. And this, like telling people, running around telling people, don't buy a house. A house is a, house is a, is a bad investment. A house is a negative investment. Oh, you know, like, do you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And yes, for some people, that's not the best thing to do. But th- let's not have these blanket statements. Mm. But I get you, you have to have a blanket statement to get noticed. Yeah. And to be noticed, you have to stand on something because that's how people are going to remember you. That's how you, f- how people, people only listen to a few seconds. So you have to catch their ear. So you need to say something outrageous or something that people have never heard before or something against the grain. That's what we're seeing with these preachers just doing wild stuff. Oh. Being against the grain, trying to catch people, like, say stuff and be like, yo, can you just preach? Can you preach? Can you just preach? Can you not give us all these analogies? Can you not take it too far? 
Is it not preacher the other day that made the husband, husband oh, and wife gosh. that couldn't have baby come on stage and have house sex on this stage whilst he prayed for them? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? In front of Auntie Gladys and, and Sister Mary. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you she was riding. preacher that was going on the floor doing different positions to show people come, what young people are doing. Come on. So sometimes it's just like, let's just, let's just not have, I understand. But we as consumers need to understand what they're doing. Yeah. I think personally, sometimes we are not, we're not, we haven't woken up to what's happening. When I see certain people say certain things, I understand it's content. Mm. I, no, I, I know what you're doing. It's content. Like, and I don't think some of us, is, we take it as this is their reality or this is how it is. No, that's content. It's said in a way to catch your eye, for you to for you to notice it, for you to engage with it, for you to pop. Can you believe what this person's saying? Oh, what's your thoughts on this? Once you start sharing it now, because remember, the algorithm is difficult. Mm. It's not like now you've got however many followers and you just post and they all see it. No. Instagram is not letting most people see your yeah. see your posts. Uh, so what, the only way you can do it is by people sharing it naturally, yeah. organically. So that, how do you get people to share things organically? By being outrageous. By being outrageous. It's content. People, <laughs> it's, Google is your friend. You can Google everything now. So it's one of those things where, for me, I just see, I see a lot of people say a lot of stuff and I'm just like, it's content. I get what you're trying to do. But don't feel like there's one way. Mm. Like if you're going to be an investor, be an investor in, and that requires you to take money or an asset and invest in it and let it grow. Mm. Sometimes an investor will lose money. N- not because you're an investor, you know to pick every single stock perfectly. That's not how investment works. There, there, are, there are red days. There are days like now where everything is red and everything is down. But there are also blue dates mm. when things are blue and the screen is wonderful and everything is everything is is blue or green or you know what I mean whatever color you use. So it's really important that we that you make sure that you know you understand the importance of being an investor, where it is to invest and invest in for the longer term. Yeah. Like and don't be a yo-yo and say, okay, when it's going good, I'm putting it in, and when it's going bad, I'm taking it out. That is the worst investment strategy because you are buying high and you are selling low. Who is the winner? Not you. You are the loser. That is a very bad strategy. Oh my god! No, you are the loser. You're gonna lose if you buy something. Ah, uh, really? If I buy this, see this this beautiful scarf that you're wearing now. If the scarf is a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and I, I say, okay, cool, I buy it at a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and then because so many people buy it, it now goes to ten pounds, and I sell it at ten pounds. You've lost ninety. Pounds. I've lost ninety. This is what people are doing with stocks. This is what people are doing with crypto. This is what people are doing with Bitcoin. This is what you are doing. You are buying high and you are selling low. You are losing. The aim is to buy low and sell high. The opposite. So now that things are low, look for opportunities. Look for things you can invest in. Look for ways to make your money work for you. And if you can't make your money work for you, invest in yourself. Mm. Mm -hmm. I remember I told Mims, I told Mims like, the best investment I can make right now because I have, I have a, I have, I don't, I don't like to boast, but I have, I have a, I have a chunk of money, and I was like, this chunk of money, like, what, maybe I should put in some stocks, mm. or maybe I should, you know, when you should buy a property or something like that. And then I was like, no, the best investment I can make with this money to see the best return is investing in myself. Mm-hmm. I got a coach. I, I'm changing up the website, investing in marketing, branding, 
I'm investing in myself. And and guess what? Then we got new shows, we got new, we got new commercial yeah, gigs, yeah. New, all of this stuff. And literally, the money I used to invest, we made back mm. over double. And so sometimes, if you're in a market like now where you're saying, actually, I don't know if I want to invest in this, I don't know if I want to invest in that, you can always invest in yourself. Always invest in yourself. Whether that be getting a coach, whether that be getting a mentor, whether that be getting your finances right, whether that be getting an education, whether that be getting experience, find out how you can get experience. Whether you'll be looking at how, changing up your CV to see if I can get a promotion. Yeah. Now's a great time. Now's there are loads time. of there are loads of high-end quality jobs that are paying well that are available. You just have to have have the CV. And so sometimes you've got the CV, but you haven't got the confidence. So get a confidence coach that can make you confident in who you are, in your speech, create a power, create an elevator pitch, create your story so when you're in the interview so you can explain in story form how you can help and benefit the company. Invest in yourself. If you can invest in a, in a job that's going get, to get you, you know, 10, 20, 30K more than what you're getting now, that's guaranteed income. Absolutely. Then now you can then go to the bank and they'll give you four and a half times that, five times that in some cases. So the point being is sometimes the best thing you can do is invest in yourself if you can't look at other investments. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that, man. <laughs> you said a lot of good stuff. I it's try my best. Life. I try my best, you know, I try my best. And I'm always encouraged by the breasts. You see the round it. What do you know? Hey, hey, hey. Can you behave yourself? Sorry, sorry, please. <laughs> go, go along, go along, go along. So yeah, um, it's we've come to the end now because time is moving, moved really quickly. That was such a quick one. I know. We did it so well. Yeah, I like it quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh I'm so coughing. You want water? You're okay. Okay, we're done. We're we're done. We're done. So <laughs> this, this has been the E Manifest <laughs> podcast. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Mimi enjoyed it. She's very hot right now. We really enjoyed it. And um, please, like, comment, share, subscribe, share with a friend. Let us know topics as well. If there are any other topics that you want, put it, let us know. Also, I'm going to start introducing some guests. So do let me know any guests that you want, want me to have on the podcast um, to start interviewing. So we're going to get some guests on. So is there anyone that you think you know, you'd love me to interview or love us to interview? Let us know. Put in, put in the comments and we'll try and get them on or invite them onto the podcast. But thank you for joining. Have a wonderful week. Stay blessed. And until next time. Bye. Later.